my gosh. What a day. What a day. I am very excited to be joined today on O oh Oscar episode 31 by the ever so talented. You've seen her at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. She's toured all over the UK. She's toured all over Australia. She's toured across the US. She won a Motley Fool Award. Is that correct? Is that Monty? Tell me. You got to tell me again. <laughs> what is it? Monty? I just said I was multi-award winning. Multi. Oh, my God. I thought you said Monty. She hates me. I just no, want I, I, mean, I can never hate you, mate. Yeah, she hates me. Uh, <laughs> she's going to be like, don't ever work with you. I was you. like, Monty? I was like, how did you get that? Am I too loud now, babes? I move it just a little bit. There you go. Perfect. There we go. Uh, she is multi-award winning comedian, actress. Maybe one day. Fabulous, extraordinaire. Eleanor Conway, everyone! Woo! Thanks for having me, my love. You're welcome. I'm sorry that uh, it's under such circumstances, but, we, you know, as they say, the show must go on. I'm happy to be here. Thank you very much. Are you enjoying your, uh, your little stint tour in New York City? Well, I'll be honest. I was until I got the shits. I got the shits so bad this week. Really? Yeah, like try. I was try, basically I was trying to eat food on the cheap in New York, and you can't. And a one dollar slice of pizza taught me that. That's so weird because the one dollar slices of pizza are actually quite good in New York City. Where did you happen to get it? I don't remember, but I got the sausage flavor, and I think oh, I think in, I think yeah. in my mind I thought, oh yeah, organic Italian sausage. Yeah. Or, no, you know, that's not. That's usually rat meat. Yeah. Yeah, it, it looked like dog pellets that no dog in Manhattan would eat. That's how it looked like. <laughs> just, <laughs> just stick to the cheese. That's it. Just stick to You're the second cheese. person that said that to me. Yeah, just always stick with, unless you're like in a big, fancy Italian restaurant or something like that. If you go into these dollar slices, pepperoni or cheese. cheese. I mean, it's a lesson learned, mate. Yeah. It's a hard lesson learned. Now, Edinburgh. Yes. How did you get into that? Like, is there an audition? Because I only know that it's a oh. very prestigious thing, but. No, no, anybody. You can, you can just self-submit. You can self-submit. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I started going in 2011, but I was doing, like, I was hosting a chat show or whatever I was doing. Yeah. But I, I was also, like, a professional drinker at that time. Um, I was drinking a lot, so I didn't get a lot of shit done. But then I sort of took things seriously around 2016 and basically took my solo show, Walk of Shame, which was Love about, it. Yeah. Love it. And then I took another show. Very gay-friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is a show about addiction and dating and uh, all that shit. And then, um, and then I took a show. You may recognise me from Tinder up. Um, that did really well. And then last last year I took Vaxed and Waxed, which was like a greatest hits. That did very well, mainly yeah. because nobody was up there. <laughs> but yeah, and so this year I'm taking Talk Dirty to me. I love it. Yeah, I love it. That's great. Let me ask you something. How did you get started into comedy? Basically, I used to be like a music journalist presenter type i used to work overseas and then i was doing it in the uk for a bit working yeah. for like virgin and v festivals and stuff like that and then uh, i realized that tw at the ripe old age of probably like 29 that i would never be you know on tv and famous doing music stuff so i was right. like what can give me a bit more longevity and i thought oh comedy but then i drank for 10 years <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I got sober and I was like, oh, I think I'm ready for comedy now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How do comics make money here? Day jobs. Yeah, that's what I've, I've been having some very detailed conversations with comics that I meet in green rooms. I think they think people might be like, she asks a lot of like really personal <laughs> questions. Like the first thing I asked you when I came in was like, how much is your rent? <laughs> that's actually not, that's more of a gay question than anything. Is it? Yeah, a lot of gays love to know that. They love, gays want to know where do you live, what do you do, and how much is your rent? I, oh, I didn't know that. I think I'm, because I'm going, can I, can I move here? Can you move here? Yes, Washington Heights, but you can't move to probably the East Village, Chelsea, or West <laughs> Village unless you have a sugar daddy. Well, that's it. I think I'm too old. To no, you're it. never too old. Yeah, I think actually no, you're probably right. You're never too old. But I would, I, I wouldn't want. I'd want to like re replicate my life in London here, and I don't think I could afford to do it here because I live in a nice area of London. Do you live in? Where do you live in London? I live in Canary Wharf. Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, the fine. It's a bit. It's a bit cold, but I'm all right with that. It's full of money. It's like that's the financial that, district. That's all that matters. Yeah, there's no there's no girls from Essex puking on the fucking strip, like sidewalk. That's where I used to live. I used to live in a place called Shoreditch, which was just like, nights out, Mecca. Let's get a kebab. <laughs> Do you know what that means? Do you want to know something? I actually have watched so much <laughs> British TV that have I... You? Oh, yeah. I understand a lot. That I didn't, but I've watched a lot of... <laughs> I did watch a lot of British TV growing up, old British shows, and even shows that well, like people the racist from the, ones. No, even people, even ones from, uh, even shows that people from the UK don't know. Like what? So I grew up watching, obviously, Keeping Up Appearances, Ab Fab, Are You Being Served, uh, the one with John Cleese in the hotel. Oh yeah, Faulty Towers. Faulty classic. Towers, classic. And then some of my favorites are Waiting for God. Oh yeah, I've not. I don't remember watching that. Yeah, waiting for God, and then EastEnders. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, and then there was another one, uh, the lights on or keeping the lights on or something like that. That I rings forgot. a bell. That rings a bell. Yeah. So I've actually watched a lot of British. I used to travel a lot, and the I would go to Norway to with my mother for the summers. Is your mother that's, Norwegian? Yeah, because that's where she has family, and every single time we would fly. We would always go British Airways. Love it. British Airways, back when it was very classy and it had the nice plain logo and it was it looked like it was royalty. And now it's just, I don't know. Are you like sure you're not wealthy? Because when I came in, I went, are you wealthy? And you went, no, I'm not wealthy. And I'm like, I'm doubting it now. The no, way that, The way that you just came over British Airways. <laughs> Oh, like you just sounded like an Do you old. Do you want to know man. why? I did. I am I an. I'm an oh, old. I don't like British Airways now. Not it's not as good as it used to be, is yeah. it, Oscar? Yeah, I I sometimes think that I am. Yeah, I'm an old soul, either a old Jewish woman or an old British woman in in <laughs> in the form of a homosexual that looks like an Uber driver. Like that is <laughs> how I think. So presenting and working in the music business wasn't really your vibe. At no, it was. I was just point, getting too old. Yeah. At what point, though, when you started stand-up, did you realize, oh, this is what I can do? Because a lot of people start stand-up and they're like, mm, I don't know if it's right for me. But then people have that certain moment in their life where it clicks and they're like, oh, yeah, I can do this. Oh, I think I was floating around for like four or five years. Like, 
like emceeing or promoting, but I was drinking a lot. And then when I got sober, I was like, everybody needs to hear my story because I was newly sober. I wouldn't shut up about being sober because that's what newly sober people do. Mm. Um, and I was like, I'm going to make this show a success. And I basically wrote the show and then toured it to like, I don't know, loads and loads of countries internationally. Like basically I forced Walk of Shame down everybody's throats. But it kept me sober, so who cares? But that's amazing, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. D- don't don't underestimate the uh, the obsessiveness and the drive of an ex addict trying to get sober. Well, I think you know it's always it's interesting that I, I think there is something to be said that someone who has something to prove goes a lot further than someone who doesn't. Yeah, totally. You took your show on the road. Yeah. It really gave you the determination to make it work and you made it and now you've come so far and now you're doing another show that you're touring with talk dirty to me and no that's great yeah uh, yeah this yeah it's really good this one's about um like uh orgasm equality because straight women come the least in society yeah because straight men are cunts. No, uh well it's also cultural but anyway yeah can't speak on that because i'm homosexual and we come a lot I love the I love the fact that you keep repeating I'm, and I'm a homosexual. It's like, yeah, nobody nobody doubts that you're gay, mate. <laughs> I love nobody this. doubts. <laughs> Honestly, the, when I when I reference casually my pussy, Oscar nearly vomited. He was like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of <laughs> homosexuals, we're gonna move on to yes. the main topic of Oh Oscar, and that is your first queer experience. So, Eleanor, what? was your first gay experience? Well, I've got a few, actually. Like, my first boyfriend was gay. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah, my first boyfriend. He was actually American, Mexican-American guy that I met in Los Angeles. And, yeah, ended up being gay. So I don't know if that's... That is yeah. your first gay experience, that technically. Is, that, that, is, that is. Not yeah. physically, but it is emotionally, I would yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, Wait, great... what happened? Well, we did like a little school um, like in exchange thing. And like we were all 20 and it was like a college thing. And we, me and a couple of my people on my course, we went to like Los, like a community college in California. And we did like, we were doing music courses. So we kind of like spent two months in LA and then, you know, we made friends with yeah. these other kids and yeah. And then he ended up being my, I was really like heartbroken. You know that first love when you're like, oh my God. It's just like, cause it was like a different country and everything was amazing and sunny and it was LA and oh my God, amazing. We had such an adventure and then I met this wonderful guy and he was so handsome and different and talked funny. It was amazing. And then, <laughs> and then, and then cut to a few years later, Facebook, I'm coming out. I've got a boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Well, what, like what led you to believe that he might be gay? Oh, when he came out with his boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But there was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is that is a very telling. Yeah, fact. yeah, yeah. But there was nothing beforehand when you guys were hanging out. Well, I was twenty. I'd never had a. I didn't know. Hmm. Oh, like I wouldn't know. I didn't know. Because a lot of people, when they say that they were in a relationship with someone who then came out as gay looked back and said, oh, there were definitely telltale signs. Sure, but you need something to compare it to. So I'd never had, I don't think I'd had a straight relationship or, you know, I'd not oh. had like a, it's like a first boyfriend. So like, what am I comparing it to? 
not oh, not really anything. Interesting. And it was before the internet as well. It was like AOL chat rooms. <laughs> Oh, I love... Were you on AOL chat rooms? I don't think so, no, but it was... I know that it existed. My AOL chat room name was Islandboy2102. Love it. How did yeah. you know... When did you know you were gay? What age? I knew I was gay when I was, I think, young. I think I was young. And I just remember watching MTV and the heavy metal bands. And I, all I could see was the guy in the really tight pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I could see the outline of their penis. And I was like. Oh, I like that. I literally was like, yummy. <laughs> yummy. And I just couldn't forget that. And I think that's why like I. My boyfriend gets upset with me because I am a crotch watcher. and But I think it's inherent since I was young. I've always wow. wa- looked at crotches. When it's you, always been a part of my life. When you when you came out to your parents, we were like, I'm gay. And they were like, yeah, we knew. <laughs> we knew when you were three. No, my mother was very surprised. Oh, really? And my father was like, okay. But I actually told my mother that I might like boys and I like might like girls. <laughs> so that was already a lie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I told her and she was shocked. Do you not think that this generation of like LGBTQ Yes. Plus. Yes. You're right. Is that it? Um, I also just say queer. Oh, do you? Yeah, I say queer. I don't... I get into the LGBTQIA and all that, and I think that's great. But there's also a part of me that's like, if you identify as any one of those, you're queer. Oh, is that... Yeah, I prefer to say queer. I I actually like the word queer. I think it's very unique. I think it's not... I think it's just... It's easy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just me and that's, you know, it's nothing, no offense against the other parts of our community, but I like to identify as everybody who's in that category is queer. Fair. Yeah. So, like, do you not think, like, the queer generation of this year, like, this year, of, like, this time, they've got it so much more easier? Like, I don't know how old you are, but, like, it was just, even in the 90s, it was much more difficult. Well, I think what helped was TV celebrities, you know, celebrities i think had a big hand in helping young gay people come out of the closet because they were the voice i mean what is it? ever since the what 50s 60s 70s there's always been gay icons right and there's been gay icons and people who helped gay causes i mean if you think about it like through the 80s, there were a ton of actresses, famous actresses that were what? champion for gay causes. And so, you know, it it really, Hollywood, I think, has Hollywood and social media has helped people come out easier. Now, not to say that it diminishes the actual act of coming out, because it's still a tough thing. But has it made it easier to find other people to identify with? Yes, you don't have to go searching for it so much anymore. Do you see, and this is a bit controversial, can I say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you th- Because like being queer is like a bit trendy mm. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like... Everything. Yeah, 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 okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, there is that sort of... that. Tr- I don't like trendy on, like as in, as in social media content. I will think it's more... I, I don't know if it's trendy, it's more fluid, which in then translates to trendy. That's what I think might be. Well, do... You can ask. All right, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Do you think... Sometimes I think that people... Oh, no, it's going to come out wrong. Can I say it? Do you think, like, some... 
Oh, I don't want to say it because I, I sound like a fucking Karen then. Do you, do you Sometimes I feel like people just say they're something just to kind of like be like, I'm this, I'm different. Sometimes I feel like... You know what? Am I going to agree? Yes. I think sometimes people do use a... It's like social traction a little bit. It's that, but it's also like I need to feel a sense of inclusion into a group that maybe I don't feel inclusive with in my everyday. So like people tend to say, oh, I'm queer, I'm this, but... You know, and that's fine. You can you can identify with whatever you want. No one's ever going to stop you. But when it comes down right to it, the only person that you have to then think about is yourself. And do you really identify as queer? Do you really identify as gender fluid, as pansexual, as this? Because I think a lot of times people, and I think this is what the question you were asking is, do they jump the gun? Well, I don't know. Like in the old, like... Right, okay. So, like, in the 90s, when I was a kid, like, yeah. a young woman, I wanted to be cool, so I pretended that I smoked. Yeah. Yeah, I just mean it in that sort of way. I can see where you're coming from, where I think people might be using it as kind of, like, an advantage. Like a social... A social no, advantage. I yeah, like, not just, like, a social badge, like... But but I don't know. And, like, if you clip this out of context... <laughs> no, I won't do that. No, 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 no. I won't do that because it's an, it's an honest question. And it's not like you're asking in your... The place where you're coming from is not a place of hatred. It's a place of, I'm trying to understand this better. And I'm talking to someone who's involved in that community to better get... To get a better understanding. Going back to your first gay experience, and you found out that he now was out with a boyfriend... Was there any communication? Did you reach out to him? Oh, no, like, no. It was just years later. I've not seen him since I was 20. So when I go back to LA, I'll probably be like, um, hello. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your first gay experience. Thank Absolutely you. delightful. We're going to go into the next segment, which is disappointed. Okay. So, Eleanor, do you have a wild and crazy oh hookup story that you'd like to share? Right, okay, I do. And I, I've just realised now that I'm going to talk about it. So it's part of my my set, actually. But um, I'll try not to do the jokes. No, uh, you can. It's okay. No, well, no. It's, All right. I hate it when people do it because then it's it's a weird, like... Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, right. So I was, I, I was casually hooking up with somebody and um, oh, he had a really stinky cock. Really? Yeah, like so bad. He was such a great guy. And I didn't really notice until... Like we were a few weeks in because like I wasn't giving any blowjobs. I've got a convo- I've got a complicated relationship with blowjobs. I was mm. basically I'm basically I'm sitting into my dominatrix space at the moment. Yeah. So it's mostly about me sitting on faces. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then we started dating, and I was like, You oh, don't have a seat at the table. Bring your own. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Get down on your knees, motherfucker. Yeah, that's how you like to think of it. Yeah. yeah. Um. And yeah, and that was horrible. So yeah, that was that was horrible because, oh, because women we can't say anything to anybody about it. We it was like making me so anxious, and my gay friends were like, just ha- tell him about it. And then was he cut or uncut? He was uncut. Oh, he's English, so yeah. Uncut. Oh yeah. I have to say, oh my god, circumcised cocks, chef's kiss, beautiful, great stuff. Love, love America's work. <laughs> you just like salt bay, and you're like, <laughs> on the honestly, dick. lovely. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Lovely, tasty. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a... You should just create a Yelp review for American dick. Yeah, poli- American circumcised dick. Brilliant. Politics, not so much, but yeah. di- the dick is, is premium. I will say the American dick is good. The American dick is pretty good. Now, have I had international dick? No. I have oh. not been too keen on international dick. Is it because it's got a hood? No. It's just oh. that I never had the opportunity to. So, you know. Yeah. When I travel, I usually travel and see family. So there's no real place to, for me to go and... Oh, babes. Yeah. But and that's okay. I'm in a relationship now. It's fine. I, I've had my fun. But I, yeah, I haven't had the joys of uh, international dick. But you're in New York. This is the most one of the most international cities in the world. Yeah, but I have my likes. Like, I'm oh. a sucker for a Puerto Rican man in a FedEx uniform. Oh, <laughs> love so, it. Yeah, that's... Is that your type? Hmm. I nearly had sex with a Republican the other day. Oh, God, why would you do that just to yourself? Just thrill. Really? Yeah, just so hot. Mm. Were you feeling like... Dirty. <laughs> I was going to say, like, self-doubt, but... <laughs> just really seedy. Yeah, you were like, I want to try the dirty Ted <laughs> I want to have a sex with a Republican. Yeah, I'm going to fuck the GOP out of him. Uh... <laughs> I love you so much. So a stinky car. Yes. And it just, honestly, I really liked him. And then just the weeks passed and like, it was just stressing me out, stressing me out, stressing me out. And then I had to have a chat with him and I was like, babe, I need to talk to you about something. Yeah. And I was like, don't worry, I'm not splitting up with you. And then I just sort of said, um, and I just basically told him yeah. and he just didn't want to like talk about it. And it was, it sort of got sorted out. But it didn't ever get sorted. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. like... He heard you, but he didn't listen. Yeah, it, it was like, I think pretty much one time, I was like, why is it coming back still dirty? And then I, I looked through the bath, the crack in the bathroom door and he was literally just sort of like plopped his cock over the sides of the sink and sprinkling it and like sort of sprinkling it with cold water. I was like, when I mean wash your cock... Wash the cock. Like, lather up that wiener. Yeah. The balls that are, I want the arsehole. Like, I don't want a little sprinkle sink wash. Now, I think a lot of straight guys still don't know how to keep themselves sanitary and clean. Do you know what was funny? I was messaging someone for ages and uh, he was like, um, this was after Stinky Cock. But um, I was like, can you, if you're going to come around, like, can you make sure you're clean and washed? And like, yeah, that's my, like... Yeah. Clean clothes, clean what, like, yeah. not non-negotiable now. And then he starts like, oh, he's like, are you OCD or something? And I was like, what? And he goes, well, I haven't got, a like, who who have you been having round that? And then he, and then he, and he tried to sell in the idea that him being in an office for eight hours, he was still clean. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I need, I need you to have washed everything at, like within the hour that you see me. Like, I, right? High Am five. I, right? High five. Hands down. No, what are you talking about? I mean, listen, there is a there are times when an you know, a little bit Surprise. of a sweaty office cock is kinda nice, right? A nice sweaty office dick is kinda nice, right? You get a little bit of that, ah, oh, he's just done work, he's stressed <laughs> out. Give him a little bit of something. But the longer the day goes, it's like, eh, you can shower. Yeah. You can you can wash. Yes. It's not that big of a deal. No. I would rather smell soap than Whatever. Cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fermented. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know. I, I don't mean to shame him, but it's like it's no. She can shame him. He should be ashamed. Yeah, he should be. <laughs> but, but do you know what? Do you know what happened? Right? It was fine. Like it kind of got halfway sorted out, and we continued to d- like sort of see each other. Yeah. And then, um, and then he just ghosted me. Yeah, because he was like, I. Yeah, he was probably an idiot. Yeah, he, he is an idiot. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But but he was really hot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is that would you rather have... I mean, that begs the question. Would you have some, rather have someone who's really hot and no. has a stinky dick or someone who's okay and has a perfect dick? 100% the latter. Yeah. Also, like, if he's quite passionate about, like, oral, yeah. like... Yeah. I have to say, yeah. I, yeah. a, a man's passion for the project at hand is his biggest asset. It's his greatest asset, I think. Ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between, you heard it here first. <laughs> new merch available on her website uh i love that disappointing story we Thank are going to move on to the last portion of oh oscar and that is the wheel of gay hd q a So you're going to spin this and then we're going to answer some questions. I got to update the questions, hopefully by next time. But these are still some good questions. So give her a spin. All right. Oh, I got to spin it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Spin a little harder. Oh, that's what he said. Wait. Hey. (laughs) What is one one of your oddest pet peeves? Just dirty cocks, quite frankly. That is like, that genuinely that has... That is a that is a that's big... impacted your life a lot, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's I've st- I've still got PTSD with that yeah. to be honest. Dirty cocks. Yeah, just unclean apartments or clothes or just just people not being clean. Okay, we'll go with dirty cocks. Spin yeah, it yeah. again. Okay, babes. Is that hard enough? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh! All right. Go if on. you were to have an autobiography written about yourself, what would you call it? Um, these are quite difficult questions. They're not. <laughs> I, it's not like I'm saying, all right, oh, I need Com- you to... Eleanor I- Conway face sitter. <laughs> face sitting with Eleanor. Face, no, face sitter. Face sitter. Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite face sitter. No, just face sitter. Just sit face sitter. Yeah. Face sitter. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with it. Face sitter with Eleanor Conway on bookshelves <laughs> and Amazon Prime, <laughs> December 2022. <laughs> yeah. All right, spin it again. Oh, baby. Yeah. If you were to lose your virginity to which celebrity, who would it be and why? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt? Yeah. Why? Because he's fit. Brad Pitt now or Brad Pitt? Either. Um, or Johnny Depp, but before he was a wife beater, allegedly. Okay, so we're like back in nineteen yeah, eighties, yeah, like, like yeah. Edward Scissorhands, or are we talking like Twenty One Jump Street times? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty One Jump Street. Woo! All right. Uh, <laughs> so Johnny Depp but via ho- Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, before uh, definitely before before he became a wife beater. Okay. All right. Got it. Uh, we're going to spin it again. <laughs> if you could trade places with any celebrity or politician, yeah. 
living, yeah. who Kim, would it Kim be? Kim Kardashian. You're the <laughs> second person to say that. Because she's great. Okay. She's, she's got loads of money. All right. What else? you got to give me something other than loads of money. Or Chelsea money. Handler. Great. There we go. Chelsea Handler. Yeah, because I wouldn't want to have children or be in a... Too much... Like, Chris Jenner's got 11 grandchildren. Fuck that shit. Yeah. No, I, Chelsea That's Handler's got... Yeah, Chelsea Handler's rich. Or... Yeah, and she's got no kids. And she's brilliant. And she's fucking great. And yeah. she looks great. And she's fun. And she's... Chelsea Handler. Yeah, she's... Any, che- uh, any celebrity or politician dead that you would have wanted to change lives with? I mean, I think it'd be miserable to be Marilyn Monroe, so maybe not her. But like um, Elvis Presley. I don't know why. Have you seen the new Elvis Presley movie? <laughs> Awful. Is it? I mean, I, you can't, I mean, is it? Elvis Presley in the new movie literally looks like he works out at Equinox in West Hollywood. I don't know what that means. Screaming homosexual with a lot of face work. Oh, that is, it, is not Elvis Presley. Or, that is Katie Lang young version. Do, what does it what does it make of the whole Priscilla Presley dreaming thing? Oh, I don't know. Thing? I didn't watch. Oh, you I just watch watched it? the previews. Oh, <laughs> I love the I love the fact you got a fully rounded. I just went to the movies for the first time in 11 years. Why? I, I love going to the movies on my never own. I really went. Spin it again. I'm doing it for her because she's like, I don't know these questions. <laughs> All right, let's see how. Oh, go on. Well, I guess we can ask this, but maybe you did answer this. But now, in your current state, if there wasn't for stand-up comedy, what career do you think you would go after? Well, I don't know. Uh, oh, I know what day trader. Really? Yeah, I want to make some serious cash. Do you feel like you would be really good on the stock exchange floor and like? I don't think it works like that anymore. Okay. I think it's more like, but I, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Or I'd like to be, or I'd like to be Elon Musk. <sighs> All right. <laughs> or, or Dan Benazarian. Every time I ask a question, I'm hoping that there's this light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> where she's going to be like Mother Teresa. Princess Diana, somewhere that's someone that's very, someone that's very influential, that's <laughs> made a difference in the world. And she's like, no, Kim Kardashian, Elon Musk. Yeah. Dan Bilazarian. Want to throw a hooker off a roof? Who? Dan Bilazarian. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's like some like rich kid that pretends to make money from winning poker games. But what he does is he just, he just fucks loads of women on boats. I love you so much. Eleanor, where can people find you? Um, on Instagram and TikTok. Okay. At Eleanor Conway. Okay. Um, yeah. And if by any chance some of our listeners are in Europe, please go check out Eleanor Conway at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yes, please. Dates, please. The 4th to the 28th of August. Fabulous. And then I'll be back in New York in the fall sometime, so. Great. Make sure you go check out Eleanor on Twitter um, Insta- Mace it, it Instagram and TikTok. Okay. I don't do so, the others. Yeah. Make sure you go and check out Eleanor on Instagram, TikTok, at Eleanor Conway. She's going to be at Edinburgh. 
Check her out there if you get a chance. Absolutely fabulous. Make sure, if you're also in New York City, to catch her at one of her many shows while she's here after uh, after Edinburgh. Thank you so much for coming on today. I am so glad that I got to see you, talk to you, have this moment. It's so great. I love your energy. I love everything about you. You just embody such an awesome person. Oh, you're so sweet. It's all right. It's all right. I'm working on my acting. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking cunt!